Today on Style with Trish, we have Dr. John Lippman of Atlanta Fibroid Center, as well as brand ambassador, Destiny Payton. You do not want to miss this. Stay tuned. Every day a woman Welcome to Style with Trish. We have a very special episode today. We're going to be talking about women's health, specifically fibroids. And we have none other than the expert, Dr. John Lippman of, you're the founder and director of Atlanta Fibroid Com Center. That's right. Atlanta Fibroid <laughs> Center here in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yes, yes. And I've seen you around. You are the man with the knowledge when it comes to this particular area of um, expertise. Break down for us, just generally, what are fibroids? Fibroids are the most common tumor of the pelvis seen in women. Mm -hmm. One of every three women have these tumors. Mm -hmm. Up to 80% of African-American women mm -hmm. have them. So they disproportionately affect women of color. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's something that all women need to know about. Mm -hmm. um, while they're benign, they're not cancerous, mm -hmm. they can cause a lot of misery yes. in a lot of women. Yes. I am one who has suffered. I was in that was at one in 80 uh, percent that have suffered uh, with fibroids. Is there a particular reason why it, it affects women of color more than any other demographic? Well, we don't know where fibroids come from. That's okay. part of the problem. We do know it runs stronger genetically mm -hmm. in African-American households. Mm -hmm. um, once they arrive on the scene, fibroids grow with estrogen particularly, mm. and that's why they grow rapidly during pregnancy and why they tend not to be an issue for most women when they're in menopause. Okay. Now, estrogen is produced and stored in body fat, mm -hmm. and in general, African-American women have more body fat than mm -hmm. other racial groups, mm -hmm. so they have the highest rate of fibroids. Asian women have the lowest rate. They also have the oh. lowest body fat, but again, there are multiple factors here. Mm -hmm. um, we see a lot of African-American women in our practice with very low body fat, but very big fibroids. So <laughs> there are a number of issues, but you can't pick your parents. You can't control right. the genetics, but there are certain things you can do to try to limit extra estrogen, mm -hmm. whether it's not taking birth control, mm -hmm. whether it's not consuming hormone-rich foods like mm -hmm. uh, red meat, non-organic chicken, dairy, mm -hmm. eating more colored fruits and vegetables. They have flavonoids in them that block estrogen. Okay. Um, trying to make sure you have an adequate vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Vitamin D is a powerful anti-fibroid growth mm. hormone. It's actually a hormone, not a vitamin. And only 10% of African-American men or women have adequate vitamin D. So mm -hmm. you, that's really important to make sure, because if you have normal vitamin D, your risk for fibroids is a lot lower. Okay. That's, and I've recently heard about the, vi well, actually recently been told I need to take vitamin D um, mm -hmm. here recently, but never knew that um, pre previously. Uh, go ahead. It's also good for COVID. It's an immune booster. Oh, wow. So that's just another reason. Um, there's also hair relaxers. That's gotten a lot yes. of news recently. The lawsuit, class mm -hmm. action lawsuit. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at the main ingredient in hair relaxers, they're called phthalates. Mm -hmm. It's very similar biochemically to estrogen. Mm -hmm. So again, 
extra estrogen boosts these fibroids to grow, mm -hmm. and then they, ca they can cause a lot of problems, pre predominantly heavy periods. Mm -hmm. It's the number one reason why women have these horribly heavy periods, mm -hmm. sometimes referred to as Horrible. crime scene-like periods, <laughs> yeah. wearing extra gear, extra pads, multiple changes very frequently, um, bleeding through clothes, linens, mm -hmm. um, but also they can cause pain, uh, urinary frequency, mm -hmm. painful sex. So there are a number of other bulk-related symptoms, too, mm -hmm. that they can cause. Yeah. Everything you just said, I, I experienced check, it. Check, you, check, Exactly, check. exactly. And so um, one of the things that, that I find interesting is I come from a family full of girls. My mother had four girls. And out of us four girls, I was the only one, the youngest, who um, was had to deal with fibroids. So it isn't necessarily like, for instance, if, if I had it, does that mean that my daughter will automatically uh, suffer with it? If you have fibroids, your, your daughter is much more likely mm. to suffer with fibroids also. But that's where education comes in, really trying to educate her about kind of the preventive things, okay. the healthy eating choices, being as close to your ideal body weight as possible, mm -hmm. adequate vitamin D, those are things that we have some control over, so mm -hmm. those are helpful things, but some people are going to suffer regardless, regardless of all the, doing all the right things. Okay. So what are some of the early signs um, that we ladies should look for? Um, because I was sharing with you off camera that I missed one physical one year and the fibros seemed to be aggressive during that one year that I missed my physical. Um, but what are some, some of the signs outside of going to get your annual checkups should we be aware of? Well, women, particularly African-American women will get fibroids earlier in life than other racial groups. Mm -hmm. They may know about them from an ultrasound during a pregnancy. They're not causing any symptoms, mm -hmm. but as women get approach 40, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, for whatever reason that we don't understand, mm -hmm. it accelerates the growth of these fibroids. Mm -hmm. So women might say, well, yeah, I knew about these fibroids. They've been following them, not causing any symptoms. But mm -hmm. in the past six months, all of a sudden, I'm having these horrible heavy periods, mm -hmm. pelvic pain, urinary frequency. Um, sometimes they can feel them. These tumors are hard as rocks. Mm. And so that's how they press on things to cause symptoms. And sometimes women can feel them. They're like, what is this hard thing? Mm -hmm. Or if the uterus gets big enough, it can make them look pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, and that can prompt them to go to the gynecologist to say, hey, you know, why am I getting, my, my pelvis is getting big. I know I'm not pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, it's often fibroids. Wow. Can, are, they, are they able to burst? Like, have you ever heard of, of a fibroid bursting in, in women? Um, I'll see that a lot, asked a lot. It is such an unusual thing. Now, Fibroids can do what's called degeneration, and mm -hmm. that can cause a lot of pain suddenly. Fibroids can outgrow their blood supply, and all of a sudden, a part of the fibroid will die suddenly. Okay. And then that is a very significant pain that the woman feels, mm -hmm. and they can go to the emergency room. Sometimes, if the fibroid's on the right side where the appendix is, mm -hmm. they can, you know, they go to the emergency room, sudden pain. The, the first thought is, you know, appendicitis, where mm -hmm. it's just a fibroid degenerating. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not going to just explode on you. But this degeneration is very painful. Okay. Okay. That explained a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we're going to have more discussion from our doctor, Dr. John Littman. We'll be right back. 
Welcome to Trisha's Treasures. This is where I share some of my favorite beloved products that I use on myself with you. Today on Trisha's Treasure, we are featuring my very own steamer. And what I love so much about this is that whenever I am feeling stressed and I just kind of want to pamper myself. Now, I live for going to the professionals and, and having them do that. But then there are some days where in the middle of the week where I just might need a little refresher when it comes to the self pampering. So this is one of my most favorite treasures. All you do is put your water in here. You turn it on and the steam comes out in any force. You're able to adjust even the direction and the the amount of steam uh, if you would say um that comes out and it's so relaxing it's so refreshing it's a good um uh, option to open your pores and get a good cleansing on your face this is definitely a trisha's treasure have you ever thought about having your own talk show well you don't have to question yourself any further from concept to completion, Mark Squared Studios can easily take you through a traditional three-step process for any video production. Whether it's a small business commercial, talk show, cooking show, or even a web mini-series. Contact us today and we'll help you unbox your creativity. Every day a woman And we're back with Dr. John Lippman, who's educating us about fibroids. And you reign from Atlanta Fibroid Center. You're the founder and medical director for that. Break, break that down a little bit for us and how this all began for you as far as Atlanta Fibroid Center. Well, I've been treating fibroids for 25 years now. Mm -hmm. And the last eight or so have been at the Atlanta Fibroid Center. It's a mm -hmm. dedicated state-of-the-art medical facility mm -hmm equipment as good as any hospital here in Atlanta, mm -hmm. uh, but it's designed specifically for women. We talk to women's focus groups. Mm -hmm. What are they interested in when they're having a health event? Mm -hmm. And so the customer service that we have, hospitals can't touch. Every patient has their own room because privacy mm. was the number one issue. Mm -hmm. So every patient has their own private nurse, has their own private room mm -hmm. for their stay. And the procedure that I do, uterine fibroid embolization, is a 30-minute procedure where they come in, all the fibroids get treated, they have several hours of recovery at the center, mm -hmm. and then they're discharged home the same day not only with their uterus, but with just a simple Band-Aid. That's it, mm -hmm. a Band-Aid. Yeah. And so, and you said it's about, it takes a, a matter of 30 minutes. Is there any discomfort or what is the, the turnaround? Like, um, do I need to sit out for a week? For me personally, I was down for six to eight weeks um, with the hysterectomy. What's the turnaround for UFE? The turnaround for UFE is much easier they're in bed or couch that afternoon and evening, mm -hmm. and then the next day they're completely mobile. Oh, okay. They're back to work by five days, mm -hmm. particularly if they're able to work from home. Mm -hmm. Some people work from home a matter of two or three days. Uh, right. Cynthia Bailey uh, was a yeah. patient of ours. I can mention her because she went public with her story. Mm -hmm. She had the procedure on a Friday. She was back to work on the Monday. Wow. Now, I don't recommend that, but you can, <laughs> okay. uh, if you're busy enough and have to create an empire... Yeah. You know, you don't have time to be on the sidelines right. six to eight weeks, <laughs> you know, a matter of three, four, five days, whatever it is, yeah. uh, is much easier, much nicer. And 
you get to keep all your parts. Yeah, and that, that's the difference between the UFE versus the surgeries. Um, what are some of the risks? Are there any risks with the UFE? Mm-hmm. We know there are uh, plenty with surgery, but sure. are there any, any risks with the UFE? Absolutely. Any procedure has risk, but mm-hmm. obviously the risk of a surgical procedure where you're getting cut open mm-hmm. uh, and removing an organ you were born with, hysterectomy, mm-hmm. The risk for UFE pale in comparison, but mm-hmm. the two that are important, they're not very likely, but there are some women that don't menstruate permanently after UFE. Now, okay. I've done roughly 10,000 UFEs, the largest experience in the United States. I've never seen anyone under the age of 40 where that ever happened. Okay. As you get above 40, you start to see it. 40 to 45, mm-hmm. about 1 to 2%. Mm-hmm. 46 to 50, now you're getting around 10%. So, But those women are typically thrilled at the prospect of not menstruating anymore. Mm-hmm. The other is about <laughs> 5% of women will temporarily pass some fibroid material vaginally Mm -hmm. for a cycle or two and then it peters out. But that's really it. It's a very safe, very effective, Mm -hmm. minimally invasive procedure, home with a Mm Band-Aid, four or five days, six recovery. So what exactly happens with the UFE? Because Mm -hmm. we know with the hysterectomy, it's actually being extracted. Correct. But what happens to the fibroid during the UFE process? So as I mentioned, the band-aids at the top of the right leg, Mm -hmm. that's where we go in and I can steer a little tiny catheter. It's like a piece of spaghetti Mm -hmm. into each uterine artery one at a time. And each of the uterine arteries branch like a tree. Mm -hmm. I'm in the trunk, the big trunk, Mm -hmm. and then it branches getting smaller and smaller to get out to the leaves. The fibroids are the leaves of the tree and I can plug up those branches Without a blood supply, the fibroids die. The uterus stays alive. The big trunk, the main branches stay open. Mm -hmm. So I've had numerous children after UFE. Mm. And our births, unlike surgery, have have been full-term and vaginal. Once you have a myomectomy surgery, they don't let you have a vaginal birth. It's more surgery, C-section. So it's a very quick procedure. Knocks out all the fibroids, doesn't matter how big or how many. Mm -hmm. That's another myth. Mm -hmm. Oh, my doctor said I couldn't do UFE because I had too many fibroids or they were too big. Mm -hmm. Never too big or too many. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have children after. We've had, say, multiple children born after. And the the likelihood of children is every bit as good as after myomectomy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And, you know, there are some discussions on, you know, well, my medical doctor, this is what my medical doctor suggests. This is the only, there's no other remedy. What do you say to those type patients? What, what do we need to do as patients to, you know, look at other alternatives? Because yes. our, there are some doctors that are saying this is the oh, only yeah. route for you. Absolutely. Most women, it's the only route that they'll mm-hmm. hear, which is wrong and unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm glad I'm here to be able to help mm-hmm. educate people. You got to advocate for yourself. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate. Be your own advocate. Nobody knows your body better than you. Mm-hmm. If something doesn't sit right with you, you're like, I just don't want to do hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. Get a second opinion mm-hmm. from an interventional radiologist like myself that does UFE. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling like you're being dismissed or ignored, find another doctor. There are other doctors, lots of other good doctors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I've learned so much from you. You need to teach a class, doc. <laughs> but this has been amazing. I've learned a lot. I hope you guys have too. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Dr. John Lippman. We're also going to have Destiny in the house. Stay tuned. This is Dr. Cassandra Parks Evans, affectionately known as Dr. San, and this is your segment of Let's Learn Love. Hi guys, this is Dr. San with your segment for today. And if you know and been following us, we've been talking about menopause and sexual health this week. 
I'm here to give you tips on how to make sure that you stay sexually healthy during menopause. What does this look like for today? We're talking about healthy lifestyle. A healthy lifestyle is very important when it comes to our sexual health. And what does that look like for us? That means making sure that we have regular exercise, getting that blood circulation and flow. What happens when we get regular blood flow? It increases our endorphins in our body. And as we know, endorphins help enhance sex. Two, we need to make sure that we have a healthy lifestyle by our diet. Diet is very important. And you can also add things into your diet that are, let's say, um, friendly when it comes to the bedroom. They're called aphrodisiacs. So you, you want to make sure that you get things like dark chocolate, um, maybe some sort of zinc products. Maybe if you don't eat oysters, make sure that you get things that have zinc in them. Maybe it might look like eating asparagus. Try to investigate different things that you can do to get your diet right as well. Also, we want to make sure that we're getting enough sleep and sometimes that can be difficult with workload, stress and things like that. But we want to make sure that we get the appropriate amount of sleep for us. And the main thing that we want to make sure that we do when it comes to our diet is make sure that we get enough water intake. Water intake is very important for us. So again, we want to make sure we get enough sleep. We have regular exercise and that we have a well-balanced diet. What do you think you need to make sure that you're flowing well with your, your life and your lifestyle? Let us know below and let us help you if you have any questions. Until then, this is Dr. Sam with the Let's Learn Love segment for today and I'll see you soon. I'm often asked the question, why the title Style with Trish? And to answer that question is very simple. For me, style isn't just what's on the outer appearance of a woman, it is what is on the inside, which is actually more important. And so what we wanna do and how we wanna incorporate that into our show is that we excitedly bring on guests who feed into the building of self-esteem, um, as far as uh, mental health and improving yourself, uh, self-help. We bring guests on and experts on to actually help us build those areas, increase those areas to make us a better us on the inside. Once we're built healthily on the inside, then we can start rocking out um, the outer look. Outer look is the easiest part to redo, to fix, the inner is what's the most difficult. So style isn't just what's on the outside. It actually starts with what you possess on the inside. Hey guys, this is Trish Stanley. Catch up on season one of Style with Trish by going to TrishStanley.com. If you are not able to catch the show on YouTube, make sure you go to my website, TrishStanley.com and check out our podcast, TrishStanley.com. Every day a woman Welcome back to Style with Trish. I'm sitting here with none other than Dr. John Lipman and Destiny Payton has joined us. Destiny, you are brand ambassador for Atlanta Fibroid Center, the work that Dr. Uh, Lipman is doing. Share your journey and, sh and share what it is that you do. You grace with your beautiful self. 
Well, I'm one honored and excited to be a part of this journey to be a brand ambassador for the Atlanta Five Awards Center because the cause behind it is very big. And I think that it's important for our community, especially African-American women, to know what their choices are. Um, and learning about um, UFE, uterine fibroid embolism, <laughs> which is a procedure and not a surgery. Um, I love their logo. It has a Band-Aid on it because you literally walk out with a Band-Aid um, same day um, after your procedure is done. So I know a lot of women have not heard about this. They've either had the option to do a myomectomy or a hysterectomy. And to me, I feel like it's important for people to have their choices. So I'm here with Dr. Lipman to help educate our community um, on on their choices. And I'm honored because there were some amazing women prior to myself that were ambassadors like Cynthia Bailey and Portia Williams, who all um, publicly acknowledged that they had the, the procedure and it changed their lives. Um, for me, I actually um, had five miscarriages just prior to having my son. Um, I had an issue with fibroids. I had an issue with just infertility or so I thought infertility throughout that process. Um, thank God during the, the growth of my son, the fibroid didn't outgrow him. So I, I'm here because I still have some issues with my heavy bleeding and things that are attributed to fibroids. So I am just really again, passionate and, and want to support the ability to have our community have choices. Yeah. And, and we were speaking off camera and you were sharing how you have an event coming up here soon and you had loved ones and friends reach out to you and even some that you don't know, um, reach out to you that are very, um, just like, you know, who is this man? You know, how do I get to him and how can he help me or possibly help my situation? And, and you have, they, you have some people coming out of state just yeah. to see out you. Out of country. Even. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that it's, I think the knowledge and getting the knowledge out there, um, is, is so important for us to talk about. I mean, it really is in this day and age, we don't have to have the major surgery to do something that he said is commonly affects our, community. So um, where would you like to see us as women of color? Because we're on the go. We don't have time to be slowing down with all of these symptoms. Um, but where would you like to see us in this particular area grow, even if it's just in education? I definitely want to see us more educated on, again, I keep using the word, the choices, because a lot of times we don't know. Mm -hmm. um, the first thing that's offered is a hysterectomy. And you have people that have not even have children or um, sometimes they feel if, if they don't want to have children, then hysterectomy is mm -hmm. a choice. Um, but I feel like if you can have the option to know what your choices are and then you make an educated, and as Dr. Lipman says, an informed decision, mm -hmm. um, I would love to see our community there. And also, I would love to see our community um, more educated on what we can do to spread the word to someone else yes. um, because that's big as well. Mm -hmm. And you, and speaking on uh, with your son um, in that situation, one of the things that uh, questions that you're asked a lot, doctor is um, if I'm not worried about having children or I've already had my children, why do I need my uterus anyway? What is your response to that? Well, the uterus has a lot of important functions to women besides just simple childbearing. Mm -hmm. So if you can keep your uterus, it's really important to do so. It affects women psychologically. Loss of a uterus can cause psychological issues like a man being castrated, mm -hmm. sexual issues, sexual dysfunction, urinary leaking, Mm -hmm. bone loss. We know there's a lot of bone loss. And now there's 
evidence for cardiovascular effects mm. increases your risk for high blood pressure, heart attack, stroke. Mm. And the earlier, less than 50, that happens, the hysterectomy, the worse and higher the risk is. So the bottom line is you don't need it. It's an option, mm -hmm. but it should be the option of last resort because UFE is so good. Yeah. And you were mentioning um, earlier as well that you want us to be educated. So if you come in, if, you, if we come in and we educate ourselves on UFE procedure and then we have the option of the hysterectomy, if we make a well informed decision to do the hysterectomy, you're like, congratulations, go for it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what's happening. It's, right. They're getting one choice and one option. Anything right. else? No. Right. And that's just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Destiny, you're, you're the, the brand ambassador and it's, it's something that has readily affected your life and you've um, actually have seen much success in it. How does that make you feel, uh, doctor, to know that you are, she's representing what you do. You have other Cynthia Bailey, others, and that, that's just to name a few that you are really, really, um, helping women overcome this particular area. Again, 80%. I can't get off of that percentage. Right. Well, the UFE procedure is transformational. I mean, when people come back and follow up and we're, there's lots of hugging, lots of crying. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's what, it's the fuel that keeps me coming to work. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been work practicing over 30 years, mm -hmm. but to see and be able to transform women's lives that are revolved around their p period every month mm -hmm. to normal mm -hmm. and it's just liberating and transformational. Um, it's the fuel that keeps me going every day. And mm -hmm. I really uh, can't thank Destiny and all the other women that have helped me try to get the word out um, because it's such an important thing for women, particularly mm -hmm. women of color. Yeah. And there's a lot of rainbow babies that have been born yes. after these procedures. Yes. 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 That's all I was going to say. I want to jump up and celebrate. Yeah, we have you. a huge baby wall, <laughs> huge baby wall with all wow. sorts of babies. Some of the women never thought they were going to have children. Um, and, you know, been fortunate enough after UFE to have children. Mm -hmm. And it's just great. We just, um, I feel very blessed. Yeah, it's, uh, we love, we love that you, we have you as a tool within our community, not just our community, because others are affected, but just not as high right. um, as much as we are. But I want to thank you guys for coming in and hanging out with us here on Style with Trish. I learned so much from you guys. Please, by all means, look up Dr. John Lippman. For any procedures that you're even considering, even if you think you have signs, look him up and check him out and go check yourself out. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought about having your own talk show? Well, you don't have to question yourself any further. From concept to completion, Mark Squared Studios can easily take you through a traditional three-step process for any video production. Whether it's a small business commercial, talk show, cooking show, or even a web mini-series. Contact us today and we'll help you unbox your creativity. I don't know about you guys, but I learned so much from Dr. John Littman today. He is the man to go to. And as you heard, he is the director of Atlanta Fibroid Center. And as we heard from Destiny Payton, his ambassador, uh, brand ambassador, that it's so important for us to take care of ourselves. As we say here on the show, it starts from within. We, you can't do anything. You can't reach your goal. You can't pursue that dream if, if the vessel is not in good health and we are not taking care of ourselves inwardly. 
and outwardly. So please, ladies, by all means, make sure you get your annual exams. And if you have gotten the diagnosis for fibroids, seek out, educate yourself, and find the best remedy for you. As he stated, hysterectomy is not the start and the end of having fibroids. I want to thank them once again, and I want to thank you also for tuning in here on Style with Trish. As I always say, love isn't love unless you give it away. Give some love away today. Mm -hmm.